You're listening to Bell, Book, and Candle with Mela Borowski. Thoughts from a Southern Witch. Should have studied witchcraft. Should have learned to ride a broom. So me and my black cat could fly through the skies underneath the moon. y'all, it's Mella, and I'm the Southern Belle in Bell Book and Candle. Today's dialogue is all about working with the angelic realm, and to give us insight, Lexi Inter is with us today. Lexi is a celestial communicator and angelic luminary. She works with the angelic realm to facilitate healing, guidance, and sacred spaces for inspired souls on their journey to peace. She's closely connected with archangels Gabriel and Haniel, the Temple of the Spring Winds in Akasha, and Mother Earth. It's wonderful to have you join us today, Lexi. Welcome. Well, thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. So would you explain what it means to be a celestial communicator and angelic luminary? Absolutely. So celestial communicator, um, I am a very natural channeler. So I've been able to work with many celestial beings of different types, mainly the angels, obviously, as I'm very much connected to them, but also unicorns, deities, etc. I'm able to communicate with them very clearly. And instead of, you know, trying to explain all of that every time, I just kind of tuck it all underneath the heading of celestial communicator. Um, and as far as angelic luminary, Angelic Luminary was a title that um, Gabriel and Haniel and I kind of discovered together. My journey was a long one coming to where I am now, but it took a lot of nudging from Archangels Gabriel and Haniel to get here. They really wanted me to bring angels more into a spiritual flowing light instead of, you know, the stark, you know, the way that most people usually picture angels. They (laughs) wanted to break that um, mold a little bit. And Mm. so they wanted me to start flowing with the energy, doing more spiritual stuff with angelic energy. And they started calling me the angel priestess as I was working with them. And they showed me this idea. They wanted to create this temple of the angels, which is what I operate under now. And um, as we were doing that, they were like, you're going to bring more people into this work and it's going to be amazing. And I was like, well, if I'm going to bring more people into this work, I don't want it to be angelic priestess. That's not overly inclusive. What if a lot of people want to do this work? I was like, what other title can you guys come up with? And next thing you know, they're like, oh, luminary. Let's have you be a luminary Mm -hmm. instead. And I was like, that's not going to work at all, guys. You know, sassin back (laughs) at the angels. And so like, I swear, like two days later, I think it was like Hulu or something came out with a TV show called The Luminaries. And I was like, okay, I get it now. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be luminaries. I get you guys. So angelic luminary is just kind of all things angel work it's uh, facilitating sacred spaces so doing space cleansing and protections it's doing healing work it's channeling the angels and giving guidance to people and just everything that you can do with the angels is what falls under the title of angelic luminary were you trained to work with the angelic realm or did it come naturally It came really naturally for me, um, actually very accidentally (laughs) for me. So um, I had been very connected with the angels ever since I was a child. I was that kid that would walk around thrift stores and take every angel figurine I could because I thought I was rescuing them, you know. I didn't realize that, and this is going to sound probably weird to some of you all, I didn't realize that they were real (laughs) until I was like, (laughs) I was probably about 20 when I actually finally realized that they were real. And so at that point, I had um, attempted to learn Reiki 
Mm-hmm. And um, I ended up being really, really bad at Reiki, but really, really good at angel healing. <laughs> oh, <like>, wow. <laughs> yes, I accidentally repaired my Reiki teacher's gallbladder mm. with the angels, thinking I was doing Reiki. But then I told her afterwards what I did, and she's like, that's not Reiki. <laughs> you did oh, not do wow. Reiki to me. And I was like, what did I do? And she's like, I have no idea. So it was all very natural, totally accidental that I began working with them and doing the work that I do. So what would be the difference between angelic healing and Reiki healing? I'm, I'm intrigued. So obviously I am no Reiki master, no Reiki experts. I have never officially learned it. So I, I may be a little wrong here, but <laughs> from what other people have explained to me, uh, Reiki energy is just kind of the general life force energy. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, this is just how it's been explained to me you're able to channel that energy just kind of through yourself and through intention and stuff like that. When I'm doing angel healing, I am working with various lights and light colors, and Mm. I actually have the angels with me working as well. So like if I were to give you a healing session, um, for some reason it kind of feels like Archangel Michael and Archangel Zazel would probably be the ones that would want to come help with your session. And Mm. we would choose some different light colors I'm seeing a lot of yellow could be beneficial to you and some orange light could be worked through you as well so it's more through colors and actually working with the angels wow that's incredible Archangel Michael is someone that I work with and I actually have his symbol on one of the swords that I use to cut cords and protection that sort of thing oh that's fabulous yeah right on the table behind me oh perfect So your bio mentions that you are closely connected with the Archangels Gabriel and Hanuel, which you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. And I want to ask this because it's just such an interesting topic. Are those female Archangels or do angels present as a certain gender? It's kind of a little bit open. So there's some of the Archangels that I've noticed love to present themselves as very particular ways. Like mm-hmm. Archangel Michael. You are pretty much always going to see Archangel Michael as a masculine figure. Mm-hmm. Um, same with Archangel Azazel, who can also be known as Archangel Samuel. He usually shows up as a male figure as well. When I first started working with Archangels Haniel and Gabriel, I started doing so because I was starting to do a lot more lunar work. And they are both angels of the moon. And so as I was working with them, they were kind of presenting themselves as moon goddesses to me. Um, So very feminine energy, very flow worthy. But as I worked with them more and more, occasionally they'd start popping in as masculine energies instead. So they very Mm. much flow between whatever, whatever best serves the purpose at the time, kind of. And I've noticed that with a lot of the angels too, they will show up in different ways to different people, depending on how they're going to connect best for that person. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I believe that angelic beings are present in pretty much any religion or spirituality. Maybe they're not called angels. Mm -hmm. And I'm connected to angels myself. I mentioned I work with Michael. Um, I know my guardian angel. I know my gatekeeper angel. But a lot of my pagan friends don't connect with angels as they feel it's only part of the Christian faith. Mm -hmm. So do you feel that angels are representative of one particular faith or are they open to working with other spiritual beliefs? Oh, they're so open to working with everyone. One of my favorite things to say is the church may have claimed the angels, but the angels have not claimed the church. Oh, Um, I like that. (laughs) So I I definitely, I've had a lot of people too, where they'll want to work with me and then I'll be like, oh, well, I work with angelic energies and they'll be like, never mind, I don't want to work with you anymore. 
because mm. they automatically believe that I'm not going to be accepting of them or, yeah. you know, I'm going to be opposing their beliefs, but that's not true at all. I mean, I've worked with all sorts of deities and all sorts of beings and the angels still want to work with me. It's, mm. it's most definitely not a religious hold and you don't need to be any particular way to work with the angels. They want to work with you anyway, no matter what. You don't have to be like somebody's idea of pure or you don't have to be Christian. You don't have to be any certain religion to work with them. They just want mm -hmm. to help us as humans. So, Okay. Breaking it down to the very basics, can you explain what angels are? Angels are beings of divine light. Um, mm -hmm. They are kind of created directly from the source energy um, that has just created everything around us. Um, no matter what you believe that source energy is, they mm. angels have been created of that. And they're just pure beings of light. I, I very rarely, actually have never met an angel that is anything but pure, beautiful, glorious light. So through that, they kind of, they work a lot with um, our best paths, you know, our ideal life, our life path that we're on. And um, they are very respectful of our free will as humans and mm. such, because there are some rules that they have. They're a little bit more structured <laughs> than some other beings I'm sure you've worked with and everyone's worked with. Yeah, when it comes down to it, they're just spirits of pure light. Wow. Mm. That reminds me of an experience that I had. I was driving down the road near Columbia, South Carolina, and I think I was just talking to my angels, and I looked around, and almost every car around me had this beautiful, large, light figure riding on the tops of their cars, and at the time, I thought, wow, that's people's guardian angels. Do you, do you think that's maybe what I was seeing? Oh, absolutely. Mm. I definitely have noticed um, the more people open up to their personal angels, the more they can see the angels of others. So I am almost positive that you were seeing everybody else's angels with them at that day. Wow. It was just so comforting because in that moment, it connected me to everyone else because I was thinking, okay, I don't just have this protection around me, this kind of guardian kind of a thing, but almost every single person that I don't even know I'm just seeing these beings, these spiritual beings, whatever they were at the time, but I think they were angels as well that are that are just everywhere. It was almost like the veil was lifted and I got to see into the spiritual side for a minute. It was really incredible. That's beautiful. So what are ways that you work with the angelic realm? Me personally or that everyone can? First, tell us about how you do it. Okay. What you do. So um, how I personally work with the angelic realm is, well, they're kind of included in everything I do. <laughs> I cleanse my space with them very often. I have them come walk through my home and clear away the day, any energies that cling to me. I also have them clear all of my spiritual tools. So all of my crystals, my tarot and oracle decks, all of my other spiritual tools I work with, I actually have them do all the cleansing work on those as well. Mm. I do all of my readings and channelings for myself and for others with them, and I do all of my healing sessions with them. 
even when I'm doing a reading for someone and say they decide they want to talk to their ancestral pool or, mm-hmm. um, you know, their unicorn guides or anything like that, usually somewhere the angels are still there and they're still, you know, helping me receive all the information. So they're pretty much just included in absolutely everything I do. And how do you do space clearing with angels? You said they walk through and it's just their light clears it? Yes, yes. So what they do um, when I have them do space cleansings with me, whether it's for myself or for others, usually we kind of walk through the space together. Usually I do it intuitively um, Mm -hmm. because from long distance, but we walk through the person's space together and anywhere where we see kind of uh, heavier energy or darker energy that doesn't belong to the space anymore they just kind of go with some light and they just kind of brush and sweep it away and then they leave a ball of light in its place to Mm. kind of get the energy going again and to keep that shadow from regrowing there okay do you have any tools or is this all just visualization type of thing or A lot of it's visualization. Um, I will still use oracle cards um, Mm. for readings and such, but beyond that, we mostly do it all through visualization and light work. Okay. And are you able to cleanse auras or cut cords or anything like that on a person? I can, yes. We do aura cleansings quite often. Cord cutting is a little bit harder. I can cut the cords, but I can't promise that they're not going to grow back. (laughs) You know, you can't pull them out. I can't pull them out. No, unfortunately not. But um, I definitely have done a lot of clearing for people. And, and, you know, it gives them a couple minutes of relief. But if they're not committed to actually releasing that cord, it it pops back up. You know how that is. (laughs) Oh, yeah, absolutely. Very easily can come back up. (laughs) Oh, yes. So with a lot of these things that you mentioned, are what of those can your everyday person do with angels? Oh, I think you can do absolutely everything with angels. I actually teach a course where Mm. I walk people through meeting the angels and Mm -hmm. then from there uh, meeting the personal archangels that have chosen to work with them. And Mm. then I teach them how to do healing work. I teach them how to do oracle reading or channeled writing, depending on what they're more comfortable with. Um, Mm. And I even teach them how to build angel altars. You can literally work angels into all of your practices. Anybody can do it. Wow. And when do you offer that course again? I offer it um, every couple months. So if it's out by then, cool. If not, come join me and I'll keep you guys updated when the next course comes around. Yeah, that sounds amazing. So as a witch, when I work with gods, goddesses, nature spirits, mm-hmm. that sort of thing, I, I leave an offering depending on what I'm doing. So f- for instance, for the nature spirits in my garden, I have a little altar set up mm-hmm. where I might offer a dish of milk or water or bread. And mm-hmm. I always offer the first flowers that bloom around my property. I might put tobacco on a grave if the spirit allows me to have grave dirt, That, all that mm-hmm. sort of thing. So is there an exchange of anything for the work that the angels help you accomplish? Most often from the angels that I've worked with, they mostly just kind of want gratitude in mm. exchange. They just really want you to be very respectful, very thankful of all the work that they've done. But I will often offer up something more. Like on my angel altar, I will put little offerings for them, little glasses of wine or grape juice. Um, sometimes fruits come, like Archangel Michael mm. really loves apples. So I leave those out for him quite often. And so just sometimes little foods and um, such like that, they will accept anything that you're willing to give. But most often what they care about most is getting the gratitude and the respect. 
Mm, okay. One question I've heard asked many times, even my mother has asked me this, <laughs> and I've seen it debated as well. Can angels hear you when you talk to them in your mind, or do you have to speak out loud for them to hear you? I talk to them in my head all the time. Otherwise, people would have thrown me in the loony bin by now. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. <laughs> Great answer, actually. <laughs> so is it true that you can work angels into spell work, into magic? Absolutely. Angel magic is incredible. And I think a lot of you who are listening right now have either already done some of it without even realizing mm. or can basically take what you currently already do and just invite the angels in to add their energy to what you're working on. Um, as I said, I keep an altar. So on that altar, whenever I do any candle magic and such, I usually ask whichever archangels are presenting themselves to add an energetic boost to the candle magic that I'm doing. And as long as they believe that the magic I'm doing is in line with my highest good and will not harm anyone else, they will mm. add their energy to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can absolutely have them work with you in all of your magic. Like I said, have them help you cleanse your space and cleanse your magical tools before doing any spell casting or any magic work. Um, have them come step in, invite them into your spells and such. And even sometimes it's just great to ask them, hey, where do you guys see this spell going for me if I am to do mm. this magic and allow them to give their honest opinion on whether or not it's fully in line with you. Yeah, I love those ideas. And I especially love the idea of cleansing with the angels and, mm. and having them even cleanse your tools and your oracle or even tarot decks and things like that. I really like that. Lexi, I don't know if you consider yourself a witch, but if you don't, you are an honorary witch. <laughs> well, thank you. As of right now, because I mean, this is, this is all very witchy stuff. You're just doing it with angels. People do their magic with what different power sources and your kind of power source it sounds like is is angel so yeah honorary witch right there <laughs> well thank you i, I appreciate <laughs> that so much <laughs> what would be a practical tip or two up to you that you would give the listeners to start working with angels today besides all the wonderful things that you have said already like someone that's someone that's like, oh my god, I, I just don't think I can work with angels. What are you going to tell them? Okay, so first, well, I guess, you know, a prerequisite tip here is to decide that you are going to be okay with it. Mm. You need to have your heart and your mind open to working with the angels, you know, and just trust that you are going to be worthy of it and that it's not going to change who you are as a person it's just going to complement and empower you and mm -hmm. i've always found that i receive a lot of peace from the angels and i have a friend who's a very amazing witch and when i finally got her to start working with the angels um she's like i can't believe i couldn't believe the amount of peace that they brought into my life oh, that wow. no other spirits have done for me so far so just be open to it that's like the first things first Second tip is to be very, very clear in your permission. <laughs> Angels need permission to work in our lives. They need permission mm. to heal us. They need permission to be in all of our work. They're, they need permission to even show us signs. So mm. just be very clear with your permission that, hey, angels, I accept you in my life. I accept you in my space. Hey, angels, you can give me signs, okay. you know? let them know that you are open to that otherwise they cannot do anything for you 
just start talking to them. Mm. Start giving yourself a moment every day to be like, hey, angels, can you give me a hug right now? And I love asking the angels for a hug. (laughs) It is the best thing ever. Um, Or, hey, angels, can you guide me today? Hey, angels, thank you for protecting me today. And just make it part of your daily practice to acknowledge them and allow them into your life. And I think you guys will see some amazing changes. Sounds like with a lot of things, what you're looking for is just some some mutual respect going on. Just show respect. Mm. Do angels get upset if they f- they feel like they're being used? So, you know, if anyone who's listening is saying, oh, now I'm, I'm just going to use them and ask them for this and ask them for that and have them power this. Do they get upset at that sort of relationship? Well, see, the thing about angels is they are so powerful at being able to see through things. They can see Mm -hmm. right into your heart, right into your soul, right into your intentions, and they will not even show up. Okay. If they do not feel like it is genuine and they don't feel like there would be respect in the situation, they won't even show up in the first place. So there's not even a chance that there's going to be any kind of abuse of angelic energy. Not even a chance. One thing I've always uh, told people is, you know, as doing the style of energy work that I do with the angels, I physically end up in people's energy bodies and working within their energy bodies. And mm. everybody's always scared of that. They're like, oh, what, can you do something bad to my energy body while you're in there? And yeah. it's like, no, you've got angels protecting you. If the second a slightly malicious thought enters my heart, they will boot me out of there so fast my head will spin. Mm. They can see right through everyone's intentions, right into their souls, and they will make sure that you are safe, or they will not step in to work with you if you are not going to hold a mutual respect. They can see very clearly all those things. So on a personal note, what's something that stands out for you that you have seen change in your life when you were really working with angels a little more deeply? Um, Honestly, what kind of drove me to opening up my spirituality and doing what I do was I was in a pretty massive depression. Mm -hmm. And so being able to work with these incredible beings and to receive, I mean, the unconditional love and the support and the guidance has been, it's actually saved my life in a lot of ways. So yeah, it's, It was definitely very deeply changing. I went from being very purposeless and lost to actually feeling like I have a place in this world. So Mm. it was it was really good for me. Yeah, I have a similar story. It wasn't angels that helped me with that. But I mean, I'm sure angels were involved. But I went from (laughs) depressed, suicidal, hated life, hated, couldn't find peace anywhere to just following my spiritual path, learning to love myself and finding my place in the world. So I totally understand that. Yeah, and I think that's where angels kind of drew me in the most Mm -hmm. um, was I was sick of the chaos. Like my life felt like chaos all the time. And I like, even if I tried to stop it, it was still just nuts in one way or another. And then the first angel came to me Mm -hmm. and it was Michael. Michael was the first one that came to me and gosh, just the feeling of pure peace and release and everything that I felt from it. Like I get a little weepy every time we talk (laughs) about it. It was just so amazing for me and so affirming for me that um, everything could be okay. And is it true that we can know the names of our guardian angels and gatekeepers? Because I asked and I was given the name Lemuel for my Mm -hmm. guardian angel. 
Um, and Phoenix is what my gatekeeper was called, the one who kind of, I guess, keeps me safe. Mm-hmm. Did I just come up with that in my on my own? Or <laughs> so honestly, I can't totally answer that for sure. Um, okay. I know that pretty often the angels will give us names that they want us to refer to them as. Mm-hmm. So I have yeah. an angel named Lena and another named Zephyr that work with me. I don't know if those are like their true light work right. names. But that is what they have chosen for me to call them. And so that very those names you did not make up. Trust yourself. You definitely got the names right. But whether or not that's actually like their true soul's names or whether yeah. it's just what they want to be referred to as. Um, I can't yeah. tell you that. That makes right. sense because we probably couldn't pronounce their true names anyway. I don't think any of us have the tongue to do it. <laughs> <laughs> This has really been a, a, a great topic. I'm trying to just think off the top of my head if there's anything else crazy that I want to ask about this. That I, <laughs> um, My mother is just very much into angels and she's the one who first told me, hey, just ask what the name is and, and whatever and the name will come to you. So yeah. um, I know she's always asking for signs and she was a child when she remembers feeling like her angel was there protecting her. Oh, I know what I wanted to ask you. I was thinking, I had this kind of crazy idea the other day, in fact, (laughs) that what if your guardian angel was the same angel was with you for every kind of reincarnation? I don't know if you believe in reincarnation, but when your soul comes back, what, what do you think about that? I do believe that the same angels stick with you. I actually am a high believer in reincarnation. I have seen several of my past lives Mm -hmm. and I've also seen where my soul came from before I ever incarnated in the first place. So my, the two angels that are with me, Lena and Zephyr, back before I chose to incarnate on earth, I was a spirit that was born of the light that was dancing through the trees in this beautiful forest. Wow. And, um, Every sort of being would find peace in this forest. You could see fairies just lounging under trees and animal guides walking beside each other. Like it would be Mm. like a wolf and a bunny next to each other and they'd be talking and walking together. And it was just such a beautiful place. But even angels would come and find peace there. They would find Mm. a place to come take a break. And so when I finally chose to take my spirit and start going through the incarnation cycles the angels took me by the hand and they were like here we have a gift for you and they stitched wings onto my back so that Mm. they could always find me and that I could always be with them and two of the angels that bestowed those wings upon me are Lena and Zephyr and they have stayed with me ever since from what I've seen for other people it's very similar that an angel will basically choose them. That's my pet. I love them. I want to be with them forever. <laughs> and they will follow you through every single moment of your soul, whether it be here on earth or in the spirit realm or on wow. any other realm that you choose to wander through. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I'm very much into past lives. I, I do past life regression hypnosis with people. And so yeah. the things that I've heard from people, there's no way that personally, <laughs> I cannot believe in reincarnation you know I I just hear incredible things Mm -hmm. so yeah that's amazing I'm glad I'm glad that I asked you that because (laughs) I was just thinking I don't know why I was thinking about the other day I was just thinking you know it really makes sense that your angel would would just stay with the soul it's not here for this body it's here for the soul absolutely and yes they absolutely do follow you so your angels that you've talked to they will be with you next go around and then go around after that and as many times as you choose to come back they will be there for you 
Well, that's amazing. Yeah. Tell the listeners how they can get in touch with you and any of the services or anything you want to promote. Oh, absolutely. So um, you guys can find me on both Facebook and on Instagram under the title Temple of the Angels. It's what Gabriel and Haniel really wanted me to do. So we're doing it. (laughs) So you guys can find me there. And if you guys find me on either Facebook or Instagram, both of those will have a link to my Facebook group as well, where we do all sorts of fun stuff. Like um, I do a free monthly group healing where everybody receives angel light healing. And I also do some pick a pile oracle readings there and just kind of teach you guys some little tips and tricks to connect with your own angels and to start growing in your connection and your bond with them. Those would probably be the best ways to find me. And if anybody ever wants like a one-on-one reading with me, I do offer those. So go ahead and reach out. And then beyond that, I have that course that I mentioned earlier Mm -hmm. where I take you guys, it's a 30 day journey into working with your angels, Mm -hmm. learning all sorts of things like how to build an altar for the angels specifically, how to connect with them, how to heal with them. And yeah, and then I've also started running some angel work events, various ceremonies Mm. with the backing of the angels. Our most recent one was a self-love ceremony with Archangel Haniel. And we did some heart space healing and we did some mirror blessings and we designed some prayer codes, um, which is much like a sigil. A prayer code is a lot like a sigil, but it's specifically the way that the angels want me to do it. And it's specifically for talking to them. So okay. if anybody's curious what a prayer code is, that's what that is. Wow. Lexi, thank you so much. What an enlightening conversation. I appreciate you and the work that you do so much. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate the opportunity to be here and to chat with you. I'm so glad that I got to. Our honorary witch. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) Y'all show Lexi and all of our guests some love by visiting their websites, checking out their social media. And if you end up reaching out to them, tell them you heard about them on Bell, Book, and Candle. And don't forget that you can always send me comments about an episode share insights or ask questions you'd like me to answer by clicking on the link to send a little voice message to me. It might even be used on an episode. I'd sure love to hear what you all think about working with angels and angel magic. Wow. (laughs) Take care and y'all be blessed. Thank you all for listening to Bell, Book, and Candle. You can follow Mella on Instagram and Facebook at BellBookCandleSC. That's Bell, B-E-L-L-E. Or become a patron at patreon.com forward slash BellBookCandle.